we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello, friends, and welcome to an adventure on the high seas. Guns, ahoy, matey. money, ahoy, matey, a vast are. We got money. We got guns. We got, we got booty. Boats, we got booty. We got tons Actually, of booty. I got booty. You don't. Yeah, I have no ass. <laughs> I'm the assless man. <laughs> ah, yes. This is the Nonsense Bazaar. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. And we are continuing our tale of the man, the myth, the legend, the human. The pirate. The pirate. The runner-up libertarian presidential candidate in uh, 2016, Mr. John McAfee. Yay! Yay! Or boo! No! Depending on who you are. No! Fuck yeah! Not us, though. Fuck we're, yeah! We're going boo! I think so. I've spent so much time with John McAfee in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I've been brainwashed this time. Yes. Like, completely. Mm-hmm. I'm starting... I'm... I'm I'm cutting him slack. We have to open up the Church of McAfee. <laughs> I'm what sure would, someone already asked. Yeah, like what would go on there? Oh, Ooh, man. You know what would yeah. go on. <laughs> <laughs> so right up top, uh, I got to make one correction. I, I may have said that all 11 of John's dogs were poisoned in Belize. It was four, not 11. And I don't know if I made that mistake. So I might cut that out if I did not. I won't know we'll until see. I edit. Yes. So... This episode's going to be a little different in structure um, from the last one. We have a lot more clips of John's life from this point out. We last left him in 2012, and we only got what, nine more years. Uh, and so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be hearing a lot more from John himself uh, in this episode. Because, I mean, after 2012, too, everyone's life started just being documented on the fucking internet. And John made a special a special use of, of, of that. So... Let's get right into it. Yes, let's. When we last left our hero, he was hiding under a cardboard box in Belize. His neighbor, I remember yes, that. His neighbor Greg Fall had just been killed, and the Belizean police wanted to bring McAfee in for questioning. And he said no, because I don't want to be locked up. Right, because according to John, the police in Belize, uh, questioning to them would in reality be 60 days of detainment in a jail in Belize without any charges. Yeah, he's, you know, I'd say I'm good. Yeah, John decided it was time to go. Mm -hmm. So first, uh, John and a few of his entourage, including one of his girlfriends, Samantha, hightailed it to Guatemala, all the while sending fake news tips to agencies that he was arrested on the border of Mexico and Belize. Oh, so smart. Oh, yeah, I have a clip I'm going to play. This is uh, from video from Channel 4 News. Called on the trail of John McAfee. The Belize police and international media are looking for him. McAfee traveled with a cameraman. This is the extraordinary footage from that journey. Here he is planting a story with the French news agency AFP that he's fled to Mexico. But he was arrested with a fake ID, and so you cannot give them the name of that ID. He got arrested with a fake ID, so they don't know that it's him that they have. So this happened about an hour ago. McAfee knows only too well how news spreads virally. Within minutes, it's all over the news wires that he's been captured in Mexico. We've received unconfirmed reports that McAfee's been captured 
at the border of Belize and Mexico. At this point, he's ahead in the cat and mouse game, but he's far from Mexico. He's heading to Guatemala. Okay, I, I gotta say, I really like the use of uh, Nina Simone's Cinnamon in that. Yeah, that, like yeah, good, nice touch. So, stuff. how did he? Um, how did he put these tips out there? Did he like call and make them? <laughs> he's Was in the back seat. Okay. His driver is the one making the call. Oh. So Mac, like in that clip, you see Mac Fu just with like with a laptop on his fucking lap, just like yeah. giving orders, like call these guys, say, you know, say this shit uh -huh. as they're fucking fleeing to Guatemala. Wow. Yeah. That taxi driver probably got a good tip that day. Oh no, it was one of his bodyguards. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and they, they make it across the Guatemalan border because like, so all the news agencies were just like, they were hot on McAfee stories at this point. This mm -hmm. is when like the first like that Wired article came out and stuff. And like, everyone's like, yo, what the fuck is this crazy guy doing in, down in Belize? Whoa, this guy's people a, pooping in his mouth. Right. Oh, they didn't, that didn't come out yet. That was, no one even knew about that one. Well, someone knew. Well, <laughs> a few <laughs> someone's knew. And I am sure that actually happened. And no judgment. No. No. But yeah, he was like a tabloid celebrity at this point. Mm -hmm. Like kind of for the first time. Because he did get up to some shenanigans. So he makes it across the Guatemalan border. Heads to Guatemala City, where John meets with Samantha's uncle, his uh, one of his seven girlfriends, Samantha, the only one who's with him. Her uncle is the former attorney general of Guatemala. And that's the well. first person John sees, right? And he he ends up paying this former attorney general to to stay on as his like lawyer on retainer or whatever okay. you call it, right? So he's like, that's first thing, move. I need a lawyer. He does this whole fucking bit like about how he's going to marry Samantha and all this shit. And he's like really charms the shit out of this dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's good at that. <laughs> he's very good at that. Uh, this will prove to be very quickly to be a prudent, if useless move. Next, second thing he needs to do is check into a five-star hotel in Guatemala City. You, you gotta. Gotta be five stars. Yeah. I mean, if no, you're on no the run. No one-star shitholes. If you're on the run across international borders, you have to do it with as much fucking hubris and style as possible. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. No disguises, though. Oh, th he did disguise himself once, right? He, he did. There are okay. some clips. I don't know if he actually did wear disguises on the way out, but, like, CNN made a whole big deal about, like, oh, he was in uh, in disguise, like, fucking running Yeah, well, because that's shit. a fun part of the story. But, yeah, it is know. fun. So at this hotel in Guatemala City, he actually made contact with uh, Vice News. And as McAfee was no... He, he both knew how to use fake press and real press. Yeah. He was an, quite adept at using the press to his advantage. And so he, uh, you know, made contact with this vice journalist who started filming him, taking pictures. And like he, his goal was basically to get political asylum in Guatemala, get back to the U.S., right? But um, very soon he was arrested and detained by Guatemalan police. How'd they find um, him? Uh, vice... Um, Vice News fucked up. Did they fuck up or is this like, you know, is this deliberate on their part? I don't know. I think they probably fucked up because they like, you know, he made contact with them under the uh, condition that they wouldn't reveal his location. Yeah, but come on now. The way they ended up finding him was that they, they didn't take the metadata off the pictures that they posted. Oh my yeah. God, you stupid idiot. Yeah, exactly. Take a screenshot like, of it and then post it. Y you fucked up. Like, yeah. You know. So, but here is some footage shot during his arrest. Is he super cool about it? Yes. You're not allowed to leave the hotel. No, dude, if I had not left the hotel, you know what would happen tonight? They would come and get me. We'd no one watching at 2 o'clock in the morning for something. 
trust hey, me. Hey, let me tell you something. The Guatemalan jails have beds, dude, and food. It's pretty awesome. Pretty, I'm not too concerned. And you should not be. Federales. We don't have to federales. What's the problem? The problem is, is uh, they're trying to detain me. Um, Lights a cigarette. For what reason? I think this is just like trying to ask the feds for a lighter. I think you get a picture, Kevin. This guy, these guys right here. guys right here. For what reason? I'm not sure, but uh, I was just standing here and they were very disgusted. Is he trying to get the hotel here. to help him right now or something? No, yeah, he's cooperating. Oh. He's yeah, entirely you cooperating. You can definitely smoke. Can we not get it in, bring you into the hotel? What's that? So is the arm longer than you thought? It's long, isn't it? It's a long arm now. Is this not proof? This is not the arm being the long arm of the law. Oh, okay. Yeah. So eventually, uh, he just like as he's waiting, he just like starts playing the flute, sitting down, playing the flute. He's waiting to be detained. Yeah, he's just waiting I don't for the process this. to. Okay. So in so in the scene, why is he not sitting in the back of like a cop car? Right well, he now? is why eventually is he just like but hanging out because they're kind because he's really cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like he's cooperating entirely. He's called, uh, sir, excuse me, sir. You know what I mean? They eventually do put him in the back of the car because, like, I mean, he's with the former attorney general of Guatemala. So he also thinks, yeah. like, you know, maybe I don't get detained, but if I do, it's better than Belize, right? He does, um, and Guatemala really wants to send him back to Belize. They And I bet he really doesn't want to go. He really does not want to go back to Belize. Well, again, this is because he was a person of interest in the murder of Greg Fall. Not charged, not even accused, just a person of interest and Belize wanted him back. So, like, mm -hmm. I'd be pretty fucking suspicious. Like, I'd be pretty scared, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good for him that he, like, fleed after all of that. Oh, certainly but, not. It looks a bit suspicious, Mr. McAfee. Yeah, at that point, you kind of just, you got to keep running. Yeah. So he's in Guatemalan jail. Um, and they're about to deport him to Belize. And he, he, he. He wasn't about to let that happen. So he faked two heart attacks inside the Guatemalan jail. He just faked a couple heart attacks. That's certainly something that you could do. Yep. And it prompted uh, the Guatemalans to make the decision faster to deport him back to America. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That, yep. that wizard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, you motherfucker. They sent him back very quickly to Miami, Florida. He was completely penniless and with only the clothes on his back. Like, he had fuck all at this point. Mm -hmm. He left, I mean, whatever cash or whatever the fuck he had back in Belize. Yeah. He ran across borders with fucking, he, also, he left Samantha and the rest of his entourage in Guatemala, too. Mm -hmm. They're still down there. Yeah. They got some stories. You uh, know? I'm sure they do. <laughs> now, in Miami, John's life would take a major, major turn. Uh, he, he would do something that he uh, had done many times before, meet a prostitute. Except he didn't solicit her. They met by chance on a street at 2 a.m. In fact, she solicited him and he refused. Her name was Janice Dyson and she would be by his side until the day he fucking died. Hmm. Janice says that she fell in love with John because he saw her as a human being and says that he saved her from human traffickers. Uh, they would get married in, I think, 2014. Um, and here is Janice telling the story of how they met on a podcast that they were both on. How did you guys meet and how long ago was it? Um, it was um, going on eight years ago. It was actually December 14th, 
2012, which actually when I Googled that date, that was the day of Sandy Hook. So oh, I don't know, like, so romantic. which is so weird. <laughs> but anyways, so it was about, um, what, it was like two in the morning two when we met. Morning. He had just gotten deported from Guatemala, Guatemala to Miami. And um, I wasn't even supposed to, I was a working girl at the time, a prostitute. So I wasn't even like, supposed to be outside because it was a Wednesday going into Thursday I believe which are usually very slow days and so I was actually at home sleeping now but, for you men who yeah. are listening <laughs> uh, if you're on a tight budget and you're looking for a decent hoe <laughs> Wednesdays you can get serious fucking deals <laughs> <laughs> this is actually probably <laughs> true <laughs> but I know anyways. it for a fact I- I've been around the block, boys. <laughs> yes, any any major city probably Wednesdays are your best bet because they're looking to make deals. Yes, okay. Is that what you wanted me to say? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Trying to help the men at the audience. Oh. They, and, and and trust me, the crypto community they fucking need it. They, they need all the help they can get. Oh, do they not? Jesus, I mean, I've never seen a more clueless community. Go yes. ahead, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, anyways, I was out. And I was actually leaving, gonna leave South Beach to go to somewhere else. And my car happened to be parked near his hotel. And I saw him standing on the corner talking to someone. And as I walked past him, our eyes met and, you know, I smiled and nodded, but I kept it moving because, you know, I sized him up. I'm like, he doesn't look like he has any money (laughs) and he doesn't look like he wants to be bothered with me, right? And so that was, I think, a true assessment. And so, but after I walked by, I turned around and I noticed he was looking at my ass. And so I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I got somebody here. But I kept it pushing anyway. So when I got to his hotel, the night security comes outside. And, you know, he's kind of telling us what's going on, what parties are in town, who's in town, whatever. And he looks down the street and he sees John. And he was like, well, hey, you know who that is, right? And I'm like, no, who is it? He said, it's John McAfee. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and so he says, um, you know, the McAfee antivirus? I was like, yes, I know what that is. He said, well, that's the creator of it. And so, you know, of course, my spidey senses are like, oh. <laughs> and so <laughs> I grabbed my girlfriend and we ran down the street and caught up to him and he was actually in, in front of the news cafe having a cigarette talking to you know, the people down. there no you weren't you were standing and so um i walked up to him and i asked him for a cigarette and so as he was lighting me a cigarette he said what are you girls out here doing drugging and rolling old man to which i replied no we don't use drugs and so that basically told him that, you know, yes, I know, you know, uh, well, basically he was saying he was our, we, 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 yes. we told the truth about each other. Yes. I let her know. I've been around the block. You girls are out here drugging and rolling. Oh, man, <laughs> listen, I know where it's at. Right? And I let him know I'm good that, enough to not need drugs. Yeah, so. she's good enough. She doesn't need drugs. And, well, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And so, um. You know, after, you know, that little bit of conversation, he kind of looked like, fuck me. Okay, am I doing this? And he's like, kind of like, yeah, I'm doing this. So he's like, come on, what do you got? I mean, do you want to sit and have a cup of coffee? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. And so, you know, we ordered the coffee and I thought I'd just get it out the way. So I was like, hey, you know, are you looking for some fun tonight? You know, you can get a blowjob, half price, whatever, two for one sort of deal, you know, just to get it, the business out of the way. Yes. And he's like, I'm so not interested. And so I said, okay, well, what is going on with you? Like, who are you? What's your story? What, like, what's going on? And so I think this took him back because he was like, 
like really you don't know what's happening with me because he was top of the news but I had no idea I didn't watch the news I didn't know what was going on with him so he proceeded to tell me his side of, of, you know, his story of what was happening in Belize and what led him to being, you know, there in Miami with me, you know, this chance meeting. So, so there you have it. So, yeah, I just thought that was like, like, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful love story. I mean, (laughs) isn't that what we all want? Yeah. It's like when you hear the fucking, you know, John McAfee married a prostitute he met, like, all sorts of assumptions fly around your fucking head, right? Like, I mean, or, to me, it makes sense. Well, of course, yeah. It, it makes I'm sense like, for who everybody. Else, who else could be, would make him a wife, you right. know? Who else is, like, you know, hardcore enough to really, you know, but the thing keep is, like, up with them? The fact that she was, like, yeah, no, that's true. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't a solicitation. They literally just met on the street. Yeah. Just chance. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she thought she had found a customer. Well, yeah. And she yeah. did, but she got more than she bargained for. Yes. I'm going to play uh, John's John's retelling of that, that story, too. Might cut, might cut Is it he going to be sitting down or standing up, I wonder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says he was sitting down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they give me the, uh, the presidential suite. I come back down. I have no money, so I... I the phone call once he's in Miami he's saying yes um a few minutes later someone bought me a paper bag with five thousand dollars in five dollar bills now Janice can verify this because I paid her that night a thousand dollars in five dollar bills okay took an hour which is incredibly difficult to count because they were super so anyway so (laughs) so anyway so they paid my taxi I now have some cash now, I'd been in a Guatemalan prison now, and I had money inside the prison. Um, so, and I didn't speak Spanish very well, so I couldn't watch television, couldn't carry on a conversation. So uh, I just uh, made sure that the guards brought in hookers uh, four or five a day. I spent all day long fucking. I mean, <laughs> oh, so he was fucked out. World, he I was wanted. fucked out in Guatemalan prison. What yeah. I wanted was what I desperately missed in Guatemalan prison was good fucking coffee uh, even the guards no matter how much you paid them all they could bring you was instant goddamn coffee so i went to the news cafe man i'm going am i a happy fucking camper and then here comes a couple of hoes <laughs> listen last thing in the world i want right now is pussy ass nothing um, right <laughs> so anyway dirty fucking bastards yeah the the white the white hoe is on clearly on some she's on Molly on some fucking drug yeah. which made her completely useless and I finally leaned over to Janice who was coherent and very intelligent and said can you get rid of the white bitch and she goes she whispers in the ear and the white bitch evaporated it's just like poof uh, so Janice and I we we talk we talk for two fucking hours yeah. so finally I said listen Said, I'm gonna give you a thousand dollars. Come back and spend the night with me. I do not want to have sex. I want to cuddle. <laughs> Try getting cuddling in a prison. And, and seriously, the kind you know, of cuddling that you would enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> it's a hard motherfucking thing to get. I mean, listen, I've been jailed 21 times in 11 countries. I've never been cuddled in prison. So no. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. It's just this is a love story. Mm-hmm. This this episode is a. 
Honest to God fucking love story. Like, I just like how both of them seem rather degenerate. Yeah. Like, I... They're on the same level. Those are my types of people. <laughs> yeah. They're they're fucking dirty bastards. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I love their rapport together. Like, yeah. they keep up with each other. And I, Indeed, and they do. The thing is, like, after John and Janice meet, John McAfee's whole attitude towards life changes a bit. He just gets more playful. And you can see it in fucking every clip of him, especially in the couple years afterwards. Like, in one video I watched, like, it's the two of them, like, f- feeding nuts to squirrels. And John's just, like, giggling like a fucking schoolboy as these squirrels are eating out of his hand. He's just loving every second. It's, like, it's fucking adorable. Yes. You know? So, shortly after they meet, uh, John and Janice briefly moved to Portland, Oregon. And... My first reaction was, ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No offense to any listeners in Portland, but... You know, the weather... Full offense, actually. Well, yeah, full fucking offense. Mm-hmm. The Pacific Northwest has always been, like you know, a tech hub, yeah. right? And so John needed money. He needed to talk to tech people. Um, and this is, this is where he started talking to like basically every media outlet that would listen and, and starting the construction of his own legend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like in this time period in 2013, when uh, John posts the now famous uh, how to uninstall McAfee antivirus software, which like, I'm not going to play any clips from that just because you do need to see it. You do. You yeah. need to go look it up. Yeah, just Google how to uninstall McAfee antivirus software. It's not what you think. Right. Um, I'm going to play a another clip, though, from around the same time. This is like, this seems to be like a documentary he was like commissioning or something because he, he like commissioned a fucking comic book about him and like all this other shit. It's, I don't know what the hell he was. He was building the myth. He was building the myth. <laughs> yeah, totally, bitch. <laughs> So the reason I'm doing these videos is I got to keep this. I got to keep the public interest in me, yep. right? Well, I can do it by doing any number of things: being a bad guy, being a good guy, being a fool, being all three at once, uh, whatever it takes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that's that's his reason for like the media. Blitz. You know that scene in um, Being John Malkovich where he's like at the piano and he's like, "Malkovich." Never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, anyone who has seen it, I want you to imagine John McAfee like mm-hmm. in a dress, laying on top of a piano, going, "McAfee, McAfee." <laughs> okay. I'm sure he's done that. Re- that, vi- that um, music and that clip, like, put, yeah, put that image in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so the the people he was talking to were. Um, two dudes he was buying a boat from mm-hmm. and he was like how, you know how much how much would you let this boat go if uh, someone brought you a sack of cash and they said a number and he was like that's perfect i'll be back tomorrow also check out these videos i'm making <laughs> like, yeah. john made a few more short films which are never quite finished uh, except for one in which he gives out all the raw footage for the rest of the videos that never got finished a way for any other creators to do whatever the fuck they want with cool you know now, back in the States, John's paranoia never left him. I mean... Nor should it, probably. No, probably not. He would continue his bit as, like, you know, digital doomsayer, but now it was increasingly more about the invasion of privacy by governments. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is right after Edward Snowden, you know, confirmed all the things that everyone already knew since they passed the Patriot Act in, like, 2002 or whatever the fuck yes. that was. Yeah. So, like, this is, like, right at the height of, like, oh, yeah, we knew this also. Wow, this is this is just the news now that mm-hmm. the government's tapping all our fucking phones and shit. Yeah, that was 2013 that that was released. Yes. You know, for the next 
three years or so, John would form a few different cybersecurity companies and startups focused primarily on privacy and security. They went nowhere. None of these companies really went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, got bored easily, you know? There was one, like, he was trying to make this, like, device that it's like a small personal device that created a local network with other people that had this device and you could just like share files totally securely with people that were literally in your area. Cool. So like airdrop basically? Yeah, except like not connected to the main Right, but internet. different. But yeah, it's yeah. the same concept. Yeah, actually yeah. yeah, I don't have an iPhone, so that's yeah, is you that can what like, that is? so if you're like on a bus or in the subway with someone that also has airdrop enabled, you yeah, can yeah. just send random people like stupid shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Like not a, like not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a whole device for that, like, I don't know if that was ever going to work, but yeah, but you he, know. you know, he kind of thought about, he thought of airdrop before that was a thing. Yeah. 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 But you know, I, he never really had another company that did anything major or anything successful, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But after Portland, John and Janice moved briefly to Montreal and then to a nice but uh, relatively modest McMansion in Tennessee. And uh, now there's a twist to this whole love story. Oh, is there? There is. So in Tennessee, there was a scare one night. And also like, yeah, it was a relatively modest like McMansion, but also like John had like a fucking had armed bodyguards there too and also like an armored truck that his armed bodyguards drove around in his door to his bedroom was just like high security fucking Mm -hmm. it was paranoid yeah however paranoia might not have been unjustified i was gonna say not without like decent cause though yeah so one night they heard a sound it sounded like someone fucking scurrying around their house john woke up saw the sounds coming from he put fucking bullets through the walls into where where it was like this time he did go for the fucking the yeah. crazy man reaction. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I think he hasn't done previously is fire a shot at what he thinks is a human being. This time he, he did. There was no one there, but. Did they have any pets? Oh, he had a bunch of dogs. How does he know? How do you differentiate the sound of someone scurrying around from like a dog walking around? I can tell a man from a dog. Yeah. If he's in my walls. Yeah. He seemed like Be the type of way. guy to like put his dogs in a kennel too, like at night. No, I don't. No? I don't think so. No, they kind of had free reign of his properties. Word. Yeah, John fucking loved dogs. Yeah, but during this incident, an interesting thing came out. While they were in Portland, John and Janice got into a fight, and this was shortly after they had met. Right, they were newly dating and shit. They got into a fight, and Janice went to stay at a hotel. While she was at the hotel, she called her former pimp, and she had been asked to provide information on John before. This time she agreed. Mm-hmm. And so for the next- uh, He must have pissed her off something good. Yeah, or yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm entirely sure he did. But she called her former pimp and offered to give information on John McAfee. So for the next couple years, she was at the same time feeding information through her former pimp to cartels, while at the same time doing what she could do with John to stop him from getting caught in the traps that she was helping to set up. What the fuck, Janice? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she was in a weird situation. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, like, "Mm." and uh, when this uh, came out, yeah, no, they... They sorted out and stayed together. Of course they did. (laughs) Of course they fucking did. People have done so much worse to John. I know. (laughs) Whatever. She didn't try to physically kill him. Exactly. Right. You know? Like every other one of his So it can be forgived. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was, that was, that was interesting. Um, Jesus Christ. The call was coming from inside the house, John. I was 
accidentally plotting against you, but I hope you can forgive me, Uwu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think he probably did when she was oh, totally. on the run with him. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm he sure like she, she learned her mistake. I, you know, maybe. <laughs> but she did like John understood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he got the situation. He was, there's there's some quotes from him. He's like, you know, she was in a difficult situation. It's like it's only you know it's reasonable. It's like. Man, you're way too forgiving sometimes. Um, I mean, I'm sure like on the same token, he's probably done some real fuck shit too. So oh yeah, it's like, absolutely. Yeah, sweetie, that's fine. You, water under the bridge. I just think it's fucking ridiculous that like this is the most paranoid motherfucker on the planet. He's con- always saying how people are out to get him. Turns out they are. Yeah. They straight up are. Um, however, the people that have physically tried to kill him, his girlfriends. Yes. Person plotting against him, his wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's paranoid, but he does nothing about it when the threat is revealed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no, he's paranoid that, like, you know, the Belizean military or whatever is following him on golf carts, but. Yeah. 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 No, but he's just going to let. The biggest threat to him. He's going to let them hang out. He's putting his dick inside the biggest threat. And he's going to continue putting his dick inside the biggest threat to his uh, life and liberty. Yeah, well, that's going to be the tightest pussy, obviously. Well, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) So from 2014 to 2016, the things John was involved in uh, was basically railing against smartphones and the rise of smartphones. If you remember back to like 2014, this is when like... iPhones popped off. This is when the shit kicked off, right? And uh, at a cybersecurity conference in Las Vegas... Uh, McAfee warned people not to use smartphones at all, suggesting apps are used to spy on clueless customers who do not read privacy user agreements. True? Yes. Completely true. In 2016, January, he became the chief evangelist for security startup Ever EveryKey, another cybersecurity company. Now, this is this is pretty... I like this. This was reported really weirdly. It was reported as John McAfee, like, welching on an agreement or some shit. But, like, do you remember when the San Bernardino shooting happened? Yes. Do you remember the whole saga with the FBI and the iPhone? No. Okay. So iPhones are notoriously, you, you can't get in mm-hmm. unless you're the person. You have yeah. yeah. You, you just can't. Well, I mean, maybe like a very skilled person could, but it's like it, they're way, way, way more secure than any See, other phone. See, what you do is you just knock the person out and then you take their finger and you put it on the little fingerprint right. thing. Right. Now, they didn't have the San Bernardino shooters. Uh, uh, Tashfin Mal- Malik uh, was the, the San Bernardino shooter. And if you don't remember, that was uh, it was a mass shooting that happened at, I believe it was like a corporate conference or um, it was just a corporate corporate building or something. It was a bunch of people at work. He just fucking gunned down because he'd be shit. Um, and they were trying to get into his phone. His phone. They couldn't just get into his phone. So they asked Apple to the, the FBI asked Apple to build a back door into iPhone so that they could get into it. Right. Yeah. They phrased it as like, we need to figure out this case. Right. But John, uh, I made, mean, what's the figure out? You know, he did it. He's in custody. Well, what, how did, custody? How did he get rad- radicalized by ISIS? By what means? God. We need to know. Fucking Facebook. We need to know everything. That's how, like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, but the thing is, they. That's just funny. wanted a backdoor into iPhones yeah. in general, right? Right, right. Um, and John kind of fucking knew this, right? And so he very publicly on a bunch of news stations and shit was like, FBI, I, as the guy who invented McAfee antivirus software, 
cybersecurity expert. I want to help you get into that iPhone and I can do it. I can fucking get into that iPhone. I will do it for you anytime. They never took him up on it. And he was like, eventually he was like, yeah, you see? Because they didn't give a fuck about getting into that iPhone. They just want Apple to build a backdoor into all iPhones. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have an anti-authoritarian streak. I, Me as well. I hate the fucking government. I don't care who's in charge. I, I always have. I hate anyone. I hate badges. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I just, hate badgers. I, I hate fucking, stupid little faces. Yeah. They're trying to pretend they're not rodents, but they mm-hmm. fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm... When I was young and dumb, I identified as a libertarian. I got over that, though. But I agree with some of the tenets of that. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fucking government spying on us. I don't like war. I don't like any of that shit. Yeah. I wish to be free, not governed. Yeah. And John didn't like that shit either. Mm -hmm. And so in 2016, after, you know, the iPhone uh, stunned, after all that, he's been going on all these news networks, um, railing against government invasion of privacy and shit. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, shit. He says, yeah, "Can't I got to do something about this?" Okay. So you know he does. What? He runs for fucking president. Oh my god. Yes, he does. So like, I love this. I just want to be in the version in the in the multiverse reality where he d- actually did do something and like yeah, I know something happened because like I respect it. It's well, cool, but you know what? I want to. When we get to the end of this, I, I want to get back to that. Okay. Because there's a thing I was thinking about, and maybe it's just because I was stoned, but there's a thing I was thinking about. But now, it so happened that in 2016, this was the first year that the Libertarian Party, of which John uh, ran in the primaries for, the first time they ever hosted a televised presidential debate. Mm-hmm. So we have footage of John McAfee in a presidential debate. Oh my God. Dude. It's fucking righteous. Like, you know, we know who he is. Like, we know he's fucking great. But the, the way he fucking does it is, oh, it's so good. He should have ran as a Republican. Nah, he hates fucking Republicans. Yeah, I know. But I he feel like fucking he, hates he, he would have gotten, I don't know. I think he could have built up somehow a Republican fan base. Except in some ways, John is like pathologically genuine. Yeah. In some ways, he's a complete fucking liar. Right. But, but like, he hates those fucking people. Right. And, and we'll see why. Um. During this uh, debate, which was uh, hosted by John Stossel's mustache, um, the three people on stage were John McAfee and then former former New Mexico Governor Gary Johnson, who would win the Libertarian primary, and uh, some fucking dweeb named Austin Peterson. I just I would have loved to see like John McAfee debate like Hillary. Oh, my fucking Like, God. come on. I can see it and it would be beautiful. It would be. I mean, look at how, just listen to how he carries himself. I want to see him debate like Trump. I can can imagine like, Mm. you know, I could see him running on the Republican ballot and like. Also, he was not a fucking fan of Donald Trump. Yeah. Like a lot of people kind of want to pretend that he might've been a little bit. He didn't like that fucking guy. He didn't like any of those fucking guys though. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. He fucking hated government authority, but. Let's listen to, these are the intros of what, you know, meet the the three candidates. And like, I also want to point out to people, like, if you've watched the last, like the major party debates in the last few years, like, this is how a debate should be. Like, yeah, libertarians or whatever, like, you know, they, they catch a bad rap. I liked Gary Johnson, um, but hey, that's me. And that's why you're listening to me. <laughs> um, you can disagree with us. Please, please do. It's okay. It's healthy. It is. Um, but like... 
the smaller scale, like, you know, actual, these guys are actually debating and shit. Like I haven't watched any of the last few debates. I really, I stay mostly tuned out of it. I, I vote, but for the most part for my mental health, like I don't need to participate in the whole spectacle. I've, I'm, I'm less like this these days cause it just got too much. Oh, I'm less like this these days cause it just got too much, but like, um, my nature is that of like a, a political junkie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love the blood sport of it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's dramatic. Yeah. And it's fucking vicious. Okay. So I'm just going to hit play and Gary Johnson's going to figure out what he looks like such a wimp next to John McAfee. Mm. They all do, but all right. I'm hoping to ride the divide, uh, the summer, uh, next summer, if I'm not elected president. Okay. Mr. McAfee. <laughs> Libertarianism is grounded in the concept of liberty. But what is liberty? Liberty means that our bodies and our minds belong to ourselves. Liberty is lost when governments decide what is right or wrong regarding what we may do with ourselves. Every law that is tried to restrict or limit personal freedoms and personal liberty has failed. Governments and countries have criminalized prostitution or homosexuality, legislated what ideas we may teach our children, have criminalized the consumption of alcohol or other drugs. And what is the result? Our war on drugs has not diminished the consumption of illegal drugs. It has merely filled our prisons with non-violent citizens and created the most powerful and brutal drug cartel in the world. Prohibition did not reduce the consumption of alcohol. It created suffering through punishment and gave rise to organized crime. And ideas, like evolution, may be offensive to some, but ideas have a life of their own and cannot be extinguished. Liberty, which is personal freedom, cannot be restricted through laws. It can only be unjustly punished as it is expressed, giving rise to suffering throughout society. We're all libertarians on this stage, and you are libertarians here. I am hoping that this debate tonight will make clear the value of liberty in all things. The fact that liberty, its very existence, depends on privacy, and that it is the foundation of a sane and prosperous society. Absolutely beautifully said. Right? Uh, I love that you you kept in... um, just a little bit of Gary Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta ride the divide. Yeah, he's talking about taking a taking a bike trip. He sounds stupid. Yeah, I he looks real fucking bad next to Well, Macabre. like just that split second right. yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. really stupid right before that beautiful, like eloquent it's so speech fucking about, eloquent. about personal liberty. And his his voice and is the, just slow enough yeah. in the, the rumble. Through the whole time I was also staring at the sticker on my laptop that says no more drug war. Cause I'm like, okay. yeah, man. Yeah, preach yeah i mean john loves drugs and loves privacy mm-hmm. and like and he loves prostitutes he fucking loves prostitutes he married one mm-hmm. she's more than a prostitute though she's janice she's fucking janice capital McAfee. j janice yep she's actually janice like j-a-n-u-s like the god ah yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the two of them together were janice the, the indeed god. uh yeah you know, she's he found still, his other half. Yeah, I mean, she's still going by the Mrs. McAfee on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play another clip from that debate. Uh, this is when the three of them are asked about abortion, the death penalty, and then gay marriage. Oh, bo- the big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to play uh, the fucking dweeb Austin Peterson's answer first so you get a, a better sense of how 
John nailed this fucking shit. Yes. Mr. Peterson, when you introduced yourself, you made a point of saying you're pro-life. You would have government ban abortion? The first thing that I would do is to try and find every non-coercive measure that we can to end abortion, and there are options. Ending the federal war on drugs would allow women to purchase birth control over the counter. But would you have laws on abortion? The president has no authority to enact laws on abortion. The Congress writes the law. But we should be morally pro-life. All humans deserve the same right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and we should find every opportunity we can to save lives. Dweeb. Yeah. yeah. All right. Want to make any points on that? Yeah, I, I think this is where Austin and I disagree, and my apologies, sir. I think that a woman's right to her own body is one of the fundamental issues in this country. And, and more, 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 more importantly, I do not think it is the federal government's job or the state government's job to interfere in this process. Thank you. How can there be a decision more difficult than abortion, and who, uh, who should be making that decision other than the woman involved? No one. All right, lightning round. Do you support the death penalty? We'll start with you, John. Uh, it's the most barbaric thing imaginable. Awesome. Absolutely not. The government kills innocent people every year. We should put a stop to it. Governor John. No, I do not support the death penalty. Gay marriage? Any position? Gay marriage? Well, I met Austin in a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, as, as, as long as you grant me the right to a heterosexual marriage, then you may marry who or what you please. Who or what? So, I'm happy great. whenever right. anyone. So yeah. Okay. His uh, I'm with him every step of the way. No, same. I'm yeah. with John McAfee every single step of the way on that. Although I will say, what I heard Austin Peterson saying is that he's pro-life, but that he wants to avoid that anyone should need to get an abortion. Yeah. Whereas John McAfee's like. Oh, get if you want abortions, get as many as you want. Yeah. Like, yeah, which I agree with both kind of. The, the thing Austin Peterson was saying, like, and I've heard this argument before. It's like he, he was he was dancing around it to give the state governments the authority to make like the fucking abhorrent anti-abortion laws that like you know the, okay. uh, the South has been I trying to pass lately. It's it's good to do all that we can oh, yeah. to avoid unwanted pregnancies, and just that way less abortions happen because there's less people getting pregnant that don't want to be pregnant. I also think I don't get a fucking say in any of that. This is very true. You know, I've absolutely not. Yes. That lightning round was good. Mm -hmm. I actually, I met Austin in a gay bar. <laughs> that was really good too. He has another story. Uh, she's told, uh, it's a, I guess he and Joe Rogan don't, didn't like each other. And he has a story he was uh, telling John about. John and Joe? Yeah. And uh, John told some yarn. I, I, I couldn't find the clip again, but it was some fucking small podcast. And he spun some yarn about how, uh, you know, the two of them were both at once. And one of them still is a homosexual. And uh, then he told this yarn about how, uh, j like, Joe Rogan, uh, like, stole his uh, midget boyfriend from him at some... Uh, My God. Like <laughs> I love that. Like, lies can be very entertaining, lies can't be, they? Especially if they're told with such... If, if it's a joke so, like, wetly told. Yeah. And soaking wet in how yeah. clear it's a joke. But, like, for some fucking reason, people thought John McAfee was just, like, serious in everything. He said, like, it's, it's fucking yeah. stupid. Um but yeah, so like in 2016, uh, man, he was the best presidential candidate. Did not. At least according to that two minutes we just heard. <laughs> yeah.
unfortunately didn't win the yeah, yeah. He, he came in second in the libertarian primaries behind gary johnson what were do you know like the, the uh, numbers the numbers i don't know the numbers okay uh, I, i'm curious like how how yeah. far of a second that's probably something worth looking up so i mean looking at the past 10 years of politics i don't know like uh, it was he was pretty far behind okay Man, I feel like anything's possible, though. There could have been a timeline where John McAfee, like, won the primary. Johnson got uh, 54.7% of the vote. McAfee got 8.2%. Okay. He got 3,391 votes in total. Okay. I mean, not a lot of people vote in the Libertarian primaries. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, Gary Johnson was fucking—he was all right, too. He's actually—he's a pretty all right guy. Yeah, they're all just like vanity votes anyway. I don't think anyone thinks that their libertarian candidate. Yeah, I mean, will win for the, the primaries. Like, I, th- I think they take them the primary seriously because the libertarians are trying to like become yeah, a yeah. third party. But like, you know, fifty four point seven percent of the vote was twenty two thousand votes. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of no <laughs> dyed in yellow libertarians out there. They also use yellow as their color, or they were in twenty sixteen. Like red, blue, and yellow, because some, probably something to do with the fucking gold standard, but it kind of just looks oh, cowardly. I think about like the don't tread on me flag when I think oh, of like yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, definitely Please it. no steppy. Yeah, no yeah. step on snack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like yellow. Yeah. That's my favorite color of this month. My favorite color changes. I don't know about you. Um, I'm pretty solidly in, in the shades of blue camp mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. I like blue. I'm a yellow girl this month. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a libertarian. <laughs> let's let's be clear about that. But I agree with some of their points. Yes. <laughs> Roads should be public, though. Mm-hmm. So also in 2016, besides politics, the other thing John McAfee got into this decade was cryptocurrency. Ah. Yes. And that's like if you didn't hear about if you if you've heard about John McAfee before and you didn't hear about him through his exploits in Belize, then you heard about him through cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. he was a that's the scene that he found his like solid voice in you know what i mean i see that like he became a celebrity in that yep world right um we are not gonna get stuck in the weeds with cryptocurrency let me tell you that to anybody we we can't because i don't know a fucking thing oh well let me explain it to you very quickly i could do you have you heard of a ledger do you know how there's i'm just kidding i'm not (gasps) not doing it i'm not doing it i was gonna say please please don't i prefer cryptid currency i'll i'll make fucking mothman coin yeah that's where i go out into the woods and i like trade little trinkets with um bigfoot yeah and she gives me like little flower crowns and stuff yeah we have a good trade system going on cryptid currency hell yeah i mean basically the same principle (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so this is where yeah john started he he got his celebrity status in the crypto world by making outlandish predictions and statements and just by being john mcafee Mm -hmm. you know this is another place where the the duality of mcafee shows itself Mm -hmm. right because in every single one of his speeches at crypto conferences and other events like John had one point that he made over and over and over again. And that was the that the point of cryptocurrency is as a decentralized currency to free people from government control of money, not an investment. He like Basically railed. like, hey, Federal Reserve, no more. Well, he, what like, he was really of- railing against, well, without getting stuck in the weeds, you know, the what the the crypto evangelists say is that, and I agree to an extent, is, you know, is that cryptocurrencies would... You know, if if there's a central authority that has control of your fucking of your money supply, mm-hmm. right? They have control over you. Yeah. You know? um, and a totally decentralized means of exchange 
you know, albeit with a lot of fucking problems, would free you from, you know, the government fucking being able to garnish your wages or like all this shit, right? Yeah. And so the thing that John railed against, like most of all, besides governments in each of his talks at like crypto conferences and shit, was people buying crypto to then flip for US dollars later on down the line. Right. Uh-huh. People trying to make a quick buck off cryptocurrency or think seen as a way to get more US dollars. He was the point he made over and over again was that you should be using this stuff. The point of it is to use it. Spend your Bitcoin on fucking on whatever. Use it as currency. That's the only way to free yourself from mm-hmm. that's the only way to do the thing that it needs to do, to free us from the free control. You from the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. From from them, the capital T yes. them. Yes. However, the duality of McAfee. However. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, alleges that John was paid $100,000 per tweet to promote various small cryptocurrencies. Many of these ended up being pump and dumps. Oh, that's also my nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. God damn it. I'm sorry. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, like, and you know, these are the, or they were just, failed coins that sure looked like pump and dumps. And these are the ones that like, you know, you hear about where someone like a fucking idiot, you know, puts their life savings in fucking cum rocket or something, actual coin. Wow. Actually not a bad idea. It's a porn NFTs, which is a pretty fantastic idea. Um, you know, but you know, it's something that costs a fucking doge coin, like is a fucking pump and dump. It's just a long con. Um, you know, some useless fucking thing that people only buy into because they expect other people to buy into it and then they can dump their shit at mm-hmm. a higher price later on and someone gets left holding the fucking bag, right? It's a scam. It is at, like a, a pump and dump in stocks or crypto is a fucking scam. Someone's getting robbed. An idiot, yes. Same idiot that loses money with the shell game or the fucking free magazine subscriptions and shit, right? Right. Same thing. Uh, there was one instance when he was he was paid a whole fucking bunch of money to tattoo the name of some dumb forgotten crypto coin on his body. You wow. know? Yeah. Did he, he did, do it? Yeah, he didn't give a shit. Cool. Yeah. Um, Whatever. It's yep. just meat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's his that was his point. Like, why would I not do that? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? He needed money. Famously, he predicted in 2017, he predicted that uh, by the end of 2019, Bitcoin would be worth $500,000 per coin. And by the end of 2020, it would be worth $1 million. John said that if Bitcoin wasn't $1 million by the end of 2020, he would literally eat his own dick on national television. He didn't just say this as like one of his drunk like Twitter videos. Like he made he this. Like, he was, he's like, no, seriously, like I'm going to do it. He stuck by that statement until it was clear it wasn't going to happen. And then he chastised everyone for thinking he was serious. Perfect. They, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what, what you do. Yeah, he said you know. that like... With a price of a million dollars per Bitcoin, uh, it would have a market cap greater than that of the entirety of North America. And that would be fucking absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. how could you possibly believe that? Right. Stupid. And uh, also, no one is going to eat their own dick on national television. The FCC wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. It's If the national television part wasn't in there, I might call him a welcher. But, like, come the fuck on. Like, yeah. No, the FCC, they don't even let you say fuck before 10 p.m. on most yeah. stations anymore. Uh, it's like. By the way, have you ever read FCC complaints? Because you can go online and like read complaints to the FCC and some of them are hysterical and some of them are like kind of eerie because it'll be people like 
in psychosis or like on meth that are oh, like, shit. my TV was talking to me last night. I know that you're watching me. And I'm like, whoa. So FCC complaints, fun thing to look into. Uh, I saw your plot for world domination in the Star Trek episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're going to display Jesus in the sky. My microwave domicile. Yes. God damn it. Sorry to all French Canadians. Uh, but yeah, so like the eating his own dick thing, like that's like when he made the joke on Twitter about um, how he participated in some uh, uh, ancient Maori ritual of uh, fucking a dead beached whale. And um, not a thing. People believed that he actually fucked a dead whale. And people believe that that's an ancient ritual. No, I mean, it's cognitive dissonance. They don't know. They just think John McAfee crazy. He said he fucked dead whales. He must have fucked dead whales because he fucks things. Oh, like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the it's. They just did this shit like, oh, he, he had a scat fetish. So that means if he says he, if he made a joke about fucking a dead whale, he definitely did do that. Okay. I will say it's a big leap from scat to fucking a dead whale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there is though, they're both like kind of gross. They're both super gross. They're both real. Yeah. Uh, just kind of, you can see where my limits are. They're <laughs> <laughs> well, um, utterly fucking disgusting. Yeah. But you know, come on now. Dude, it's their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, whale's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still, I, I, I have the urge to pick apart. Why do you want poop in your mouth? What is, never mind. Wait. I, I don't know. I can't. We, I just don't know. I would love to know. I'm not sure we're, I'm not sure we can have, you know, a, a discussion that goes anywhere with that. <laughs> yeah, Cause I we, don't think we know. We don't. Yeah. Moving on. Yep. So. If you eat poop, email us. Or don't. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay too. I just want to know why. Tweet at us. Keep it on Twitter. <laughs> It's a good place for it. Yeah, basically no one has a sense of humor anymore. It's fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, oh, podcast. Oh, speaking of podcasts, I don't know if I brought this up um, last week, but you know who John reminds me of? Chester Cheetah, because I brought it, I brought did. it up. did. Did I bring up Shere Khan? No. Fucking Shere Khan from Disney's The Jungle Book. Oh, you did? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's also kind of like, um, like Scar from The Lion King a little bit. At least he looks like... Him. I think the same voice actors. Maybe. No, Jungle Book was made in 1967. Yeah. I'm gonna just uh, give you a little sense of Shere Khan, though, since we just mm-hmm. heard. Uh, <laughs> ringing a snake like a doorbell. Oh, no. What? I'll be right down. God damn it. I love this movie. Yes, yes. Who is it? It's me. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Literally sounds just like him. Shere Khan. What a surprise. Can I say that the snake in this movie is hot? (laughs) You can say that. You can say whatever you want. Okay. It's a free country, goddammit. Oh no, no, nothing at all. I thought perhaps you were entertaining someone up there in your coils. Yeah, dude, it's... Coils? That's him. Wow. That's fucking him. Yeah, it sounds just like him. You know, with a British accent instead of the just, Virginia drawl. Yeah, a minor British accent, but like the, the bass quality the of the cadence. voice is the same. Yeah. Which I always thought Shere Khan was just a fucking great villain. Mm-hmm. The best, best big cat. John McAfee, definitely a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Who loves dogs? A cat who loves The duality dogs. of man. It's true. So in 2018, 
John decided to run for president again in the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. At first, he was going to start his own party, the Cyber Party. I'm there. Oh, my God. That brings me back. ASL, want a cyber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14F Cali. Yeah. yeah. Not really. <laughs> uh, he soon, though, decided to run as a libertarian again. Uh, this is I, this is where it all fucking the culminate the last act really begins and this is my favorite era of McAfee this is when he truly transcends his mortal flesh and becomes a god shit I didn't know about the cyber party he ran as a libertarian again oh, okay yeah he decided to just do the libertarian thing again also this one wasn't nearly as serious as the 2016 campaign yeah this was just for fun this was publicity okay this is just to get the message out right? yeah um but yeah, so there, there's an old saying, uh, there's only two sure things in this world, death and taxes. Mm-hmm. John McAfee spent his life trying to disprove that adage. From the day he got sent to Miami, John did not file taxes. So Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Don't pay fucking taxes. Okay. Much of whatever money he had left, when, and like he really might not have had much money left. Mm-hmm. In 2008, he was like valued at like $100 million. Um, if he was still a millionaire, it was in the single digits by the time he left Belize. Uh-huh. Like he wasn't... People kind of like, oh, crazy, super rich guys. Like, yeah, he had some money. He was like a rich guy at one point, but like he, he didn't take it with him. <laughs> he fucking, he blew that shit. Yeah. Um, much of whatever he had left was in cryptocurrency. Monero probably, which is like a, you can't really buy Monero many places because like the government's cracked down it because it's a totally private coin that it's really the the one that like the super illegal shit the happens in. The cream of the crop. The uh, slimy underbelly okay. of the crop. Yeah. It's the real, the it's real probably creamy. Coin. If it's slimy, yeah, it's, it's creamy. Totally creamy. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, he didn't pay. He didn't file his taxes, which means he didn't pay. Yeah. He just didn't file at all. And, uh, yeah, see, turn, turns out you like, you can't do that. I mean, you can, but there's a certain, there's a certain level of owing taxes at which they will come for your fucking ass. Right. Under there's, that, there's you're also fine. A, a level where it's, yeah. Yeah. They don't care. You, get away with you it. might get randomly selected. In which case you're fucked, but hey, we gamble every time we get into a car. Yes. <laughs> so my cat sniffing my toe. Gamble every time you let a cat sniff your toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janice learned that well. <laughs> <laughs> so in January of 2019, John McAfee announced he was suspending his campaign and was currently living on a yacht in international waters with Janice and four armed bodyguards. Then McAfee announced that he was resuming his campaign and relocating his campaign headquarters to his yacht, which was now docked in Havana, Cuba. Did his yacht have a name? I don't fucking know. God damn it. But it was it was because the IRS came a fucking knocking. Yeah. Right? The IRS came a knocking, and he ended up in fucking Cuba, mm-hmm. of all places. As because one does. As John McAfee does. As most people don't. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, 2019, actually, yeah, no, you were, that was right when you were allowed to... Mm-hmm. to Cuba, but he uh, he told the Cuban government that he could help them figure out how cryptocurrency worked, and so they let him stay. And so he was running his presidential campaign headquarters from a boat docked in Havana, Cuba. And teaching government officials about cryptocurrency? The Cuban government. Teaching the Cuban government about cryptocurrency while that's, running for president of the United States. So that's all it takes, huh? Like, what else would they have accepted you teaching them about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so from there, after after a while, uh, actually, I want to I want to play another clip that I forgot to play because I had originally planned to play it in the last episode, but I didn't use it. 
So this is a clip. All right. All right. So this is a clip um, from a keynote speech uh, McAfee gave at the CoinsBank blockchain cruise. Uh, so this is him explaining. And like, first I want to say like the, the idea of a, of a cryptocurrency cruise on a floating fucking casino is hilarious to me. And I love it. Yeah, it's both, so naked. Both and, hilarious and also like, I love it in concept. But if I was there, I'd be like, get me off this floating like. Which would be smart. Jail. You would need to leave. Yeah. I would not recommend staying there. <laughs> dangerous for a girl like me. Dangerous for a man like me who loves gambling. Uh, we shouldn't go on a blockchain cruise. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is him explaining why he's calling in by uh, by by video call instead of actually there. Hello everyone, I'm John McAfee. I'm very sorry I cannot be with you enjoying this uh, wonderful cruise that you're on. Um, I've been on two and, and they were utterly fantastic. The reason I'm not with you is um, had I attempted to go, I would have been picked up by Interpol and carted off back to America to uh, face charges for tax evasion. It is true. I have not paid taxes in yeah. eight years. I have not filed taxes in eight years. Uh, I will not file taxes again. I paid tens of millions of dollars for services that I don't think I received that much. Uh, the only thing I received was the disrespect of civil servants when I stood in line to uh, get driver's licenses or government services. And, and to me, that was enough. So I decided eight years ago, no more paying. Now, when the IRS uh, convened a grand jury, I went to the Bahamas. Why? The Bahamas has no income tax. And you cannot be extradited, according to international law, unless the crime that they are charging you with is also a crime in the country you're staying in. Since the Bahamas had no income tax, well, there was no crime. So, the U.S. very recently um, filed, not formally, but with the Bahamian government, charges of racketeering, money laundering, murder, um, all of which are uh, extraditable in any country that has a treaty. Now, uh, I am not a money launderer. Uh, I'm way too busy for such things, and I do not know what racketeering means. Uh, I hang out with tough customers because they're my security. Why do I need security? Because people are after me because I tell the truth. But in any case, I am now in Cuba. Uh, in any case, I am now in Cuba. I like to think, um, so he says, like, yeah, why would I want to pay taxes when, like, these government civil like servants, you know, they don't give good service. They're just I, pieces of shit I like, in line. Yeah, I like to think that like he had a bad experience at the DMV once <laughs> yeah. and was like, fuck this, I'm never paying yeah, yeah, taxes yeah. again. Like, sir. I'm sure that was like absolutely Yeah, he was like, fuck you, you know? I'm, I'm paying your salary. You better be nice to me. Ugh. Like... Or maybe they were just fucking dickheads to him because they I are mean, a lot yeah. of the time. I mean, nobody likes the DMV. No. Most, be perfectly honest, you know, I... I it was I, great during the pandemic, though, because it was actually very, very quick in there. Mm. Like, you had to... Appointment only, you're in, you're out. It was fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. But no, that... Yeah. That was great. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But by, by and large, my experiences with the government haven't been that great either. No. It's just no, the websites absolutely suck. not. Yeah, the websites are the worst. It's so fucking bad. Like they they haven't been updated in like twenty years. Yeah. And he's a cybersecurity guy. I know. He must have stuck in his craw something fierce. Seriously, update your website, guys. <laughs> from Cuba, McAfee would bounce from country to country in the Caribbean like the pirate king he fucking was. He was briefly arrested in the Dominican Republic, but uh, he was released after four days and after he made friends with the police. He bribed them um, like under $1,000 to like just hold on to his guns while he was in custody and give them back to him. Okay. There's some pictures of like from this time of like him and Janice posing on the boat. Both holding like AK-47s or MP4s or whatever the hell. Aww. And like, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's so sweet. Um, also during this time, this was when Jeffrey Epstein got put in custody, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this drone footage that started getting uploaded to YouTube. Yes. Um, and this was while McAfee was in the Dominican jail, mm-hmm. right? It was like these. this drone like got right up to the structures on Epstein's Island. It was like trying to look in the windows and shit. It was all over that fucking place like the day after Epstein got arrested. Yeah. Right? Some internet warriors like geolocated that shit. They found, they, they found the boat that the drone had launched from and what it looked like and shit. And they were like, that looks exactly like John McAfee's boat. And it's in the same area too. Very interesting. And he has a drone. That's John McAfee's boat. And his defense is like, I'm flattered. I would love to have done that, but I was in Dominican jail at the time. Yeah. Like <laughs> someone, uh-huh. someone on that fucking boat was, that was, that's, someone did that's that. a cop out, John, which is fucking badass. It, like, yeah, that's, I, that's I haven't seen that badass. video. That's interesting. It's re- Dude, that fucking island's so weird. It's yeah, so no kidding. fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. No more, uh, no comment, yeah. but yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. And all the while, the dude was still running for president. Even as he was evading inter- international police and probably spying on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yeah. And, and I want to take a look at the McAfee 2020 campaign website because this is Good. my favorite fucking thing in the world. I'm excited. I have to go to archive.org because it's down now. Of course. Yes. Archive.org, by the way, if that ever goes down, we're like. We're fucked. Yeah. We're losing so much. Someone needs to archive archive.org. Yeah. I know there are people working on, you know, getting all the shit that's on the internet into, you know, onto physical media, which I think is like... That's a, a task. It's it's a fucking task. And it's also like one of... The, I think it's one of the most important things that yeah. people could be doing right now because if the power get, ever gets shut off, like this is all gone, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, eh. The, well, the thing is like, yeah, you can't kill the internet because it's just a series of tubes, but like you can... You can kill content though. Yeah. Servers can get wiped out. Yeah. Like... You know, this shit isn't just stored on... I mean, there's so much shit just like right, McAfee's like, website. It's just not there anymore. It needs I know, to, especially with videos. Like if a YouTube video is deleted, you can't go to an archive page for that unless someone like made a mirror of it. Right. Otherwise, that video is just like, that's gone. Yeah. All right. So I, I highly encourage listeners to uh, take check this website out for yourself. I'm going to be posting some pictures uh, from here on the uh, on our on our Instagram at the nonsense bazaar, a little shameless plug. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to read some shit. So, first it's a uh, you know the, the image you're greeted with is a big old American flag except the the red stripes are uh, have cha- they have chains in them and uh, the stars are like they look like corporate logos but they're not. They're just icons that represent like there's a security camera, there's a TV, there's a fingerprint, there's the news, there's money. 
uh, shackles, you know, bar, prison bars. Like, you know, okay. it's pretty on the nose. And then half of John's face staring at you from oh the side. Oh, my God, he's so edgy. Oh, yeah. Mac McAfee 2020, get your soul back is wow. the catch line. And then the secondary tagline is uh, don't vote McAfee. Just Good. don't vote. Yeah, don't vote. <laughs> so I'm going to read uh, the campaign platform from, from this from this masterpiece. My campaign platform contains one item. How do we free ourselves from a government that no longer serves us, but instead has become our master, controlling our every action, down to the detail of what we may or may not put into our bodies and minds? Our two-party system created a voting process, which is an illusion, and a government that fluctuates between two extremes, each extreme annulling any progress made by the opposition in the prior administration. It is a government that has gone insane. While we carry the burden of this government, we are not free. Any attempt to address national problems of any nature is doomed to failure. The best that can be hoped is a solution driven by conflict and incomplete in substance. Until we free ourselves, we are powerless to create any real change. And since our insane government keeps massive secrets from us and is masterful at disinformation, there is not a single national issue that we know the true state of. How then can we address it? You cannot fix what you cannot see. So do not ask me about immigration, foreign relations, education, etc. I have no idea. Those claiming they do are lying to themselves, or if not, they are purposefully lying to you. We must first be free. Freedom for the people is my only goal. Okay. That's that's the Love best uh, essay written by a pirate about why they should be president I've ever read. Yeah. You know? And he's basically saying, I shouldn't be president. Right. Yeah, he's like, saying, like, I should not be. shouldn't exist. I'm just as, I'm the only one who's going to tell you the truth about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, Do you ever feel like, like the two-party system or, like, I don't know, like an abusive set of parents? Like, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> over the citizenry. Yeah, the fucking like, the the right wing uh, wa wants an abusive daddy, and the yeah, left wing wants no, an abusive was, mommy. Exactly. Like, I was thinking like the Republican Party's the dad, Democrats are the mom, yeah. but they're both like pieces of shit. Yeah, they're both complete pieces <laughs> of shit. They want to control. Yeah. Different and, halves of and what you do. And they're married to each other, but they're like. Yeah, they're in several. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's a very toxic relationship. And we're their kids, and we're like, mom, dad. And John McAfee's trying to emancipate us. Yeah. He's the pothead down the street who got emancipated and lives in a fucking treehouse, yeah. telling us how we can do it too. We should have listened to him. <laughs> really though. <laughs> really. So then it goes on to uh, have some pictures of his uh, campaign team. Uh, his campaign manager, uh, Rob Loggia, or Loggia, I don't know if I can know, um, is wearing an eye patch in the picture uh, he posts. Is it on um, the left eye or the right eye? It's on his right eye. Okay, good. His left eye. Is that the Illuminati? <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. That's where the the real lizards go into your eye and turn you into a parasite drone. God damn it. Well, they're clearly not. We don't have to worry about that from these okay, guys. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Janice McAfee is director of media relations. And then um, two girls who are definitely... Too young to be working on <laughs> on McAfee's campaign. Uh, and then some asshole named Amflux with dumb sunglasses, a bad, like, dubstep haircut, and a fucking lip ring. Undercut? Uh, it's not it, not quite that. It's, like, sort of—it's short, it, but it's, like, spiked and, like, it parted to one—it's, like— a lot of okay. hair gel is used to part it to one side. All right. It's not good. So kind of like a faux undercut a little bit. Okay. It's just a bad haircut. It's, okay. It's not real. Yeah. I don't Same know how thing. to describe it. He looks like an asshole. His name's Amflux. He's the director of media production. It's gross. <laughs> and then uh, the campaign strategist, Tommy Austin, uh, Tommy Austin, campaign strategist. He's in like those like special agent sunglasses and he's just holding a huge fucking gun. I love it. It's just yeah. it's so good. Uh, the regional coordinators are literally just the three absolute definition of neckbeards. 
they literally have neck beards. And these are all the people working on John's quote unquote campaign. Yes. Um, and then he has a list of how to help, right? I'm not going to read all of these, uh, but some of them are pretty fucking funny. So this is how to help his campaign. Yeah. So one is make a realistic forecast and budget. We all have to work, have families' obligations. We also know what our lives cost to live and how much we bring in. An important first step to successfully help in the campaign, as opposed to just volunteering, is to take the time to do a realistic assessment of both. With this assessment in hand, you can begin to budget an appropriate amount of time and resources towards volunteering. Some people will have more time than others, and that is just fine. If you only have five minutes a week to spare, you can still do valuable work for the campaign. And if you're realistic about only being able to spare that much, the odds increase that you will use that time wisely. It's true. Unfulfilled promises don't help the campaign or the individual making them. Be realistic about what you can do and then budget your time and resources to make good on your offer. Good. So, like, if you only have five minutes a week, you can just roll down your car window when you're driving by crowds of people and scream out, vote for John McAfee! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's good. You're you're volunteering. That's what you can do. That's what you can do. That's a form of volunteering. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, join our online community on Discord and contact media outlets and personalities. Start a political action committee. Grassroots messaging and recruiting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Join the Libertarian Party. And then number seven is consider being a Libertarian libertarian delegate in 2020. And like this joke doesn't translate to radio, um, but the thumbnail he uses for this number seven uh, word of advice is a a man who is a delegate to the Libertarian Party uh, the last time around who just walked on stage uh, butt-ass naked. A very, very large, very hairy man just... Uh, a picture from C-SPAN. Uh, oh no, he's wearing. He's he's got a little thong on there. Oh, okay. Junk ain't showing, but the rest of him fucking sure is. Uh, can you do that? He did. Okay. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. It's Double down country. on social media, and then this is this is the one. Start a campaign jar. Okay. A jar. A jar. Oh no, this makes me think of the My Little Pony cum jar. What? Never mind. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Don't I'm mention not. that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time I'll ever mention. Yeah. Okay. It's Number campaign nine. Jar. Start a campaign jar. Campaign jar. <laughs> okay. If you started today and put one dollar in it, put one dollar in a jar every day, you would have roughly five hundred dollars saved by the time the Libertarian Party holds the nominating conference in June 2020. If you can't manage one dollar, put in what you can manage, but do it consistently. You will still have saved some effective mass of money. Five hundred dollars may not seem like a lot. But if you are considering becoming a delegate, this could be your travel money. You could donate it to a PAC supporting the campaign or to the campaign itself should we decide to accept campaign donations this time. Or you could get creative and figure out how to best spend that money to help our goal. Maybe have bumper stickers, lawn signs, or shirts made and hand them out. Perhaps there will be opportunities to pool your saved resources with other individuals, enough to fund some spectacle or attention, or attention-getting stunt that can bring the campaign attention. Or maybe it will just allow you to travel to a campaign event. Either way... It is better to have some money in your pocket when setting out to accomplish something. <laughs> this is an easy way to ensure that you do. We can't tell you how to use this money. We can't even tell you to use it. This is just a friendly suggestion. If you do decide to start a campaigning jar, download this nifty label and print it to paste on the jar. Put it somewhere you will see it every day, like next to the toilet. Now you will never forget. And I'm going to post this uh, nifty label on our Instagram. Um, can I? I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, I'm, I can send it to you. So, okay, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a, yeah. There's a picture 
of him, uh, a, a shot looking up at him smoking a cigarette and squinting at you in black and white. Yeah. And it says McAfee 2020 campaigning jar. And then it says, did you remember to put money in the jar today? No. Why the fuck not? How the fuck you expect to help me if you ain't got no cash? Go do what you must. Get some cash and put it in this jar. What don't you get? Perfect. Honestly, it's pretty motivating. <laughs> I fucking love that. So just like the shift in tone from the like the right here's yeah, what the you shit can on do the website. Help, you and know? then did you remember to put money? How how the fuck you expect to help me if you ain't got no cash? <laughs> Go do what you must. Get some cash and put it that, in this jar. What don't you get? Label to have on the jar though. Fucking love it. If you see that, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I probably got like a fifty cent. Yeah, no, around. it's it's it's. It, It'll yeah. get money in the jar. Yeah, it will. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Thanks, John. It's Made just me laugh. so good. Yet again. It's just so good. So clearly the campaign was a fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't say. Yeah. And he was totally honest about that, too. Yeah. He's like, this is a joke. Yeah. he's. I mean, it's like, you know who I love? I love Vermin Supreme. He endorsed Vermin Supreme yeah. uh, after like he stopped the campaign. Love him. Yeah. It's like along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fucking it's old. It's old. Funny old guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, from the Caribbean, John moved on to Europe and all around the world, constantly posting pictures of he and Janice having a grand old time with their newly hired and quote assistants two incredibly attractive blonde Russian ladies who may or may not have spoken English. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. They know what. Ooh, thunder rolls. Whoa. It's always thundering. When I heard that in my like headphones too, so it sounded crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely picked it up then. That's cool. Huh. But yeah, so, they didn't need to know English. That no, they, there's like so many videos on their Twitter of them just like hanging out with uh, these two Russian ladies and this one Russian dude. They're like that they were um, just with for a while. I don't know. Wouldn't you like to have like a nice Russian woman as a pet? I, I wouldn't put it that way. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Since this is a matter of record, I'm going to say no. It's a weird way to put it, but like, that's the vibe I'm getting from what you were describing. Is that like... That's entirely the vibe I got from it. Okay. Yeah. Like, yep. It was an unpaid position too. I saw the posting. Yeah. They got uh, spending money, but no like salary. Mm -hmm. Probably good spending money though. It was posted as uh, Janice's assistant. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's, she's getting hers too. Yeah. They were perfect for each other. They were posting all these pictures of them having a grand old time in all these different countries, right? And you might think, well, okay, so is he really, are people really after him? You know, like mm-hmm. how he's just constantly posting shit on social right. media. Right, it seems like he's too public for, you know, simple, for it to be a real issue. Simple trick. They just posted the pictures once they were already in a different somewhere country. Else, and yeah. they made it seem like they just said, oh, we're here right now, but they're somewhere else. Well, they better have deleted, you know, the... I guess the metadata doesn't matter in this case. Yeah. I mean. Still, they'll, they'll never make that mistake again. Hopefully they didn't. No, they, they, they certainly won't. I mean, John even like posted on his Twitter. He uh, even posted a, a video of how to, uh, you know, run away and run away and have people never find you. Ooh. Yeah. I should check that out. Please don't. I need you. <laughs> I'll change my name, my identity, get plastic surgery, look different. I should have like grabbed that video, but I didn't. And I'm not going to scroll through an entire fucking Twitter page because it's right at the bottom. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 
They kept moving. Spain, Germany, Belarus, Norway, Poland, maybe Russia. All around. They went all over. He was posting on Twitter constantly and going on basically any podcast that would have him. Any fucking podcast. You could send an email. He would go on your show for half an hour. Awesome. If, like, we were a little too late. Just a little bit. Just a fucking little bit. Now, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a, a video from his Twitter because we're getting close to the end. And I want to get some good jokes in, in here before it gets serious. Because it does actually get serious. And, and I think some of the stuff John was saying right towards the end of his life is like, is really interesting. This, however, is funny. All right. So um, one thing I wanted to point out earlier but forgot to is that like during this period, like I don't think John McAfee ever stopped doing drugs. I think he stopped drinking for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think he started drinking again. Uh, sometime around when he moved to Tennessee. Okay, so like 2017? Uh, 2014, 2015. Okay. I think he started drinking probably heavily. There's a lot of... Um, the drunk John McAfee videos start when he's on the run. Right, and he usually Again. has a drink in his hand in the video yeah, too, like, so you can tell. After he's living on a boat, he makes no... There's no illusion about it. He's drunk all the fucking time. He's doing drugs all the fucking time. Uh-huh. I imagine it probably took him a lot to, like, get drunk drunk, though. Yeah. I don't know. He, it seems to me like he was a man who had a tolerance, perhaps. Some of these—when I say they post on Twitter constantly, I mean fucking constantly. Like, 50 times a day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Constantly. And so there are so many fucking fun videos of, like, him and Janice in some fucking Mexican bar— in Mexico, he's table drumming with a fucking mariachi band and shit. It's just like tons of videos of them just having a great time. You cool. Know? So it's, he almost, it's cool. Did he use Twitter as almost like a diary of yeah. sorts? Yeah, yeah. And as a way to throw people off his case because he was posting yeah. it after, like it was all after true, but it was all after the fact at different like intervals and stuff. Right. Very, uh, but this is, uh, I want to play a, a video he posted and this is from 2019. Um, and and uh, it was him weighing in on uh, it, advice for both sides of the uh, probable American civil war that was that was coming up. And I think it's it's just it's just some good funnies. And this advice still stands. Hateful rhetoric on both sides of the gun issue. If you're anticipating civil war, I think I can help you. This is the layout, assuming we're having war. If this map looks backwards, it's not. My Polish printer assured me it was correct. So it's a map of the states that voted blue in 2016 and the states that voted red in 2016. Uh-huh. That's what he's holding up. Um, Florida was blue then, and that, that actually matters for, uh, for this bit. Uh-huh. All right. Let's look first at the blue states, which are the liberals. Uh, here we have on the West Coast. He's in a tinfoil uh, room, by California the way. California and, yes. and others. Um, you're vastly outnumbered in terms of guns. I suggest you arm yourselves to the teeth with the latest Israeli weaponry, vastly superior. Oh, my God. Colorado and New Mexico, I'm sorry you're surrounded. See if Mexico won't annex you. The central north, you're too damn cold. No one wants you. And the northeast, just tell them you're part of Canada. They want the fucking difference. And lastly, <laughs> Florida. I suggest you change the state language to Spanish. And when the invaders look for El Baño, can't find one, they'll go home. Now then, for the red states, the conservatives, the gun owners. 
you should anticipate that the West Coast is going to arm itself to the fucking teeth with the latest Israeli weapons. I yes. suggest you preempt this by selling them your Daisy BB rifles and tell them they're AR-15s. They won't know the fucking difference. Uh, Colorado and New Mexico, worthless land. Ignore it. See if you can sell it to Mexico. Uh, the Central North, too damn cold. You don't want that. And the Northeast is part of Canada. Ignore it. Finally, Florida, <laughs> if you cannot sell it to Cuba, then blow the bridges and stop Corona in all the swamps. That will keep them busy till the war is over. And there you have it. I am impartial and good luck to There both you sides. go. Thank you. Yep. Good luck to both sides. It's a good bit. That's funny. Wow. That's funny. So we think the Civil War would be between red and blue states? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that checks out a little bit. That's what the... Um, well, I mean, the, the, the thing, have you ever heard the term balkanization? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's referring to, like, after the fall of the Soviet Union, um, the Balkan states, like, uh, the fucking Belarus, shit like that. That's, yeah. like, between, you know, Europe and Russia, like, Europe and the NATO side, like, all the, they all kind of went to shit, and it was, like, n- neighbors against neighbors. Like, right. there were no real clear geographical lines, and, and when people use the term balkanization, like the balkanization of the United States, like that's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost seems like that's um, deliberate, though. I don't know. Like we'll cover that on a different episode. Oh yeah, okay. Because once we have a an audience, you yeah. best believe I'm going to go fucking hard at that. Okay. Has to do with wizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has to do with Steve Bannon. I bet. Fucking does. Yeah. Goddamn does. Yeah. Here he comes back again for more. Yeah. Back, back, back again. He'll keep coming back until he doesn't anymore. that's right that's right so you know he's bouncing around the globe and in uh 2020 the mcafees found themselves in europe when the pandemic started now the only thing i'll say about mcafee and the pandemic is this how the fuck do you think john mcafee felt about all the western governments in the world restricting their populations movement and economic output all at once didn't care. Just going to do what he wants anyway. Oh, no. He, I mean, he fucking hated it. Yeah. Like, no matter if you, whether it was right or wrong to do so, like, that, you know, th- that's I what happened. Like, not that he didn't care about the restrictions, that he didn't care about following Oh, them. no. He absolutely yeah. did not follow any of them. Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely not. And, like, he is also very, he, I mean, yeah, no. He, was, he completely believed that fucking every ounce of the pandemic was world governments trying to get control. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, not liking Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, he was... Yeah. It wasn't a political thing. It was a McAfee thing. Do you know what, do you know what I mean by it's the difference based of that? on the principle. There's no way he Don't wasn't going to believe that they were do. just trying to control people and, yeah. like, all his fucking fears. With his fears. Paranoia, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no comment on all of that. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's Yeah, exactly. It's just that, like, it just happened. You know what I mean? So oh, you he, have to, like, I, fucking, fucking acknowledge hate it. it. Like, yeah. And I'm sure, like, that... I can't even imagine the outrage that he had in response to, like, seeing all of that happen. Yeah. It's everything he's been doomsaying about. And, uh-huh. like, it becomes this, I was right the whole time, you know? Yes. So he uh, he was definitely liable to get himself in trouble a bit while he was just crossing borders in Europe, refusing to wear masks, fucking. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a little tussle with German police at one point. And, like, it's just, he wasn't going to make it out of this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just no way that John McAfee in that situation in Europe wasn't going to get got. And in Barcelona, 
in October of 2020 as he was trying to board a plane from Barcelona, Spain to Turkey. Uh, they fucking got him. Uh, Spanish police arrested and detained John McAfee under charges from the U.S. of mostly tax fraud. John said that he huh. never committed tax fraud. He just didn't file taxes for eight years. I see. What I wonder is how did... How was he just roaming about for so long without that fucking happening? That's, because yeah. of his tricks or because, because of, of his, yeah, because of his tricks. I mean, he knows security. Like he did, he didn't have a smartphone. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. I honestly don't know, but he did. Like he was going throughout all those European countries at the time. Yeah. Just fucking hopping borders. But this was this. Yeah. Yeah. They got he him. He managed to get away with it for several times somehow. Most of from, well, from March or no shit January all of 2020 up in 10 months of fucking 2020 good for him yeah like that he he knew he was fucking capable even when he was drunk as fuck and 75 years old and just was yeah yeah posting on twitter all the time you know but they arrested his ass and that was in you are arrested for shit posting and he was arrested for tax fraud which is a felony he says he just never filed his taxes, which is a misdemeanor. Uh-huh. I I respect where he's coming from. Yeah. I wouldn't expect the tax man to care. To accept. <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. So, yeah. John would remain in custody until June 23rd, 2021, when the Spanish government approved his extradition to the United States. Hours later, John McAfee committed suicide by hanging in his prison cell. That was... As of recording this, just about a month ago. Uh huh. So yeah, and I. Do you I, think he had always planned to commit suicide, or if that was something that like happened because he was put into prison? I th I think it's. Was it in his back pocket or what? I don't think it was in his back pocket, but I think when he decided to do it, he felt that it was. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Like it I was do. always a part of his life and it was like right. always that thing he never, he didn't want to do, but then it was like, oh, this thing has always been with me. I kind of like, I'm, I'm armchair fucking psychoanalyzing a man. I don't know, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think like he killed himself. Like he just did like that. That's just, you know. Right. I mean, I totally believe that. I'm sure there's people that think that, you know, he was murdered or Yeah, I mean whatever. Janice does. Um, uh he he posted something to his Twitter like not long before. It was like a tattoo he got of that said whacked uh W H A C K D. Mm -hmm. Um I guess so since he was it was for tax evasion though, no? Yeah. So did he expect that he would be spending the rest of his life? Yeah, exactly. In there? He was seventy five. He was almost seventy six, like he was gonna be Yeah, so I guess he was I mean, from his POV, he might have just been like, okay, fuck it. If yeah. I'm not going to be getting out of here, then, you know, what's, what's the point? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I kind of ju just jumped through, he got arrested and then he killed himself. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Cause I wanted to, I want to go back and take yeah, a look at like his Twitter page and shit, like kind of his mindset leading, like leading up, up to up that. To you it, know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think it's, it's That's really fucking asked. interesting. Like, yeah, exactly. You, think this, you know, well, luckily he, he kept a fucking diary on Twitter. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I, I, I fucked up and didn't label these fucking tweets that I, I pulled. But, um. Oops. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. This is, uh, this is just some, these are a couple of just fire-ass tweets I forgot to, like, list and how goddamn funny his, his Twitter is. Okay. I, I want to hear them. Yeah, anyway. no, I'm, I might just like, I'll, maybe I'll put him somewhere else in the episode, but like, okay. This is from July 10th, 2020. He posts a photo of himself with uh, director Ang Lee. 
He says, I spent a week with Ang Lee, Academy Award-winning director of Brokeback Mountain in Lamanai. I asked him how he understood homosexuality so well. He replied, I have never known a gay man intimately, but all people are the same people. Yeah. Yeah, that's John McAfee's like, that's actually, cool fucking dude. That's interesting because earlier today I was thinking like, I wonder how many like straight screenwriters or authors have tried to write like gay erotica or like a gay movie. And I'm like, you know, I wonder... Is there something different about masculine love that if I tried to write a story about it, I wouldn't be able to capture it properly? No, it's just that the but two like, characters are just yeah, two dudes. No, like, lo- yeah, love is love. Yeah. I mean, the interactions are different, right? Like, if mm-hmm. you, you know, writing two dudes in any scene, whether it's romantic or not, is I different than writing I just imagine it's, like, a- smellier. Like, I feel like gay sex is probably a lot more, like, musky, like, masculine. We're not doing this. I know. (laughs) But I get, you know, I get his question because I, too, was thinking about this question earlier. I mean, yeah, I would see it as, I see it as, like, I don't want to say challenge because, like, the. the, Yeah. But, yeah, uh, okay, next tweet. (laughs) I should have fucking labeled these, but. um, Musky man meat. This is a video, uh, how could someone like me possibly exist? People ask, how could someone like myself (laughs) even fucking exist? (laughs) Do you think I created me? Wake up, people. My first experience of reality is being squeezed through my mother's vagina. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna uh, like this tube one. of toothpaste. Uh, keep in mind, uh, gazelles give it. birth while grazing. They didn't even know they'd given birth. Uh, the vagina and the the uh, baby are absolutely uh, combined. And humans, our goddamn heads have to be segmented at birth, so they be squeezed, uh, and then later on they're stitched together. No. I was squeezed like toothpaste out of my mother's vagina into what? A world that I controlled? <laughs> the me? The I? What? What? Yeah, I was restrained by cribs, uh, breasts uh, being held. Couldn't even fucking talk. Uh, then when I could, what happened? I'm sent off to goddamn school, where again I've got no goddamn control. By the time I fucking emerged with free goddamn will... You had already created my sorry ass. Oh, my God. So don't blame me. For me. Blame our mothers, our fathers, our schools, our friends, church, authority. You fucking name it. But no world... I am not responsible for me. You are. Should I exist? <laughs> Probably not. But here I fucking am. <laughs> Get fucking used to it. And thank you very much, as usual, for listening. Okay. Get fucking used. That was August twenty first. He sounded very drunk there. Oh, he's fucking but wasted. Like, go off. I love it. That's that's um, the McAfee dark side. Literally blaming everyone but himself. <laughs> you know, it's you uh, think like, I? <laughs> you ask how someone <laughs> like me could exist? Here I fucking am. Yeah. Yeah, that's like kind of scary. Like that. It's a little, a little scary, McAfee. Mm-hmm. 
so that was August 21st. And like, I just, it's a bit of irony, like the get fucking used to it. Yeah. You know, it was only two months later, he was fucking arrested and shit. So moving forward. Oh yeah. Here's another one of his, um, political views. All right. Okay. I get constant flack about my attitude towards trans women. I'm not promoting trans women or any gender orientation, but if a person believes they are a woman, then they are a fucking woman. They live in their shoes. I do not. Which of us would know better? Yeah, no, really. <laughs> you don't get to tell someone else who they are. Like, that's a nice contrast after that fucking last video we, we watched. <laughs> Look at yourselves. In slavery, you believe yourself to be free. In loveless marriages, you believe yourself to be happy. In jobs you hate, you continue to work. And yet a trans woman is crazy. Seriously. Has some decent opinions. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Very, like, level-headed in that regard. Yeah. Also... I'm sure he's had a girl dick or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September 28th, 2020. This is a tweet titled, A Dog Can Keep a Secret. Who can you trust? Well, absolutely no one, uh, if you know anything about life at all. However, you can trust one thing in life. Your dog, if you have one. Yes. And, and why? Well, let's look at history. How, where did dogs come from? They uh, were descended from wolves. We bred them uh, some motherfucker 50,000 years ago instead of trying to kill a wolf with a spear, just threw the goddamn wolf a mammoth bone or something. And the wolf goes, well, fuck me. This mofo can kill mammoths. Uh, why? Because we, as a collective species that can communicate, are a murderous uh, species and can kill anything. So the wolf got wise and said, fuck me, uh, we want to make friends with mankind. Uh, and the men who had any goddamn sense at all goes, you know, that wolf can hear shit ten miles away and can smell a mammoth thirty miles away. Fuck me if I had his talents. So uh, we made friends. And yeah. throughout that 50,000 year period of evolution, tiny little motherfucking rat dogs uh, <laughs> to Great Danes and uh, sheep dogs, we have been friends. And that bond is the closest bond of any interspecies bond in the entire fucking world. If you have a dog and you've had him for more than a month, you can trust that motherfucker more than your wife, your mother, your children, your friends, your brothers yourself there you have it and uh, <laughs> uh, thank you <laughs> yep that little growl at the end too oh my god thank and you. as he, as we were listening to that clip my cat's in the background scratching mm -hmm. which goes to show you like you can trust a dog with your secrets yeah Maybe not a cat. Yeah, dude, when we recorded around Arcos, he just fucking I know. hung out. Also, like, what I would give to hear John McAfee's thoughts on, like, just the existence of pugs. 
Like, yeah. just take it away, John. Yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah. what you think. Tell I'm, me about pugs for a while. I'm sure he's he would have some yeah, like yeah, yeah. intense opinions. About, like, <laughs> what the fuck, people? What did, what is this? Yes. So yeah, I, I should also point out here in this clip, he is wearing um, a pair of very dark sunglasses, uh-huh. a suit jacket, a tie, and no nothing shirt? else. No shirt. Uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> and that was September 28th, 2020. So very shortly before goddamn podcast. <laughs> She's just running around. Yep. So that was very shortly before uh, his arrest. Now, a fucking, an interesting ass thing happens uh while john's in prison and because he kept a diary uh, people asked like how he tweeted and shit I mean, he just got messages to like janice or something and she posted it they got phones in jail maybe not um spanish jail though yeah no he wasn't supposed to have a fucking phone yeah but yeah like through throughout um throughout his his time in prison like there, he was there for fucking you know most of a year a year uh, October 2020 to June. Okay, that's a solid bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was like, he was just in prison for that time. And he's got some like fucking great jokes and shit too. Like, there are over 5 million land dwelling species. Forget the cubic miles of arc required to contain two of each, talking about Noah's Ark. The problem is the sloths. Moving at 0.01 miles per hour would take over 100 years to reach the ark from their native habitat. The sloths are the problem. <laughs> the the worst thing about jail would be like not being able to tweet. Like, who am I going to tell all this funny shit to? Yeah. Who, <laughs> you know? Been spending prison time, t- been spending prison time counting teeth. Here's an oddity. All eight inmates here for armed robbery have perfect teeth. The rest are missing half or more on average. No clue what this means, but the anti-gun crowd should take note. Teeth are important. Mm. Mm. They're stealing teeth from each other. It's hard to scroll all the way back because, like, I've been scrolling and I'm only in April of 2021. It's interesting to, like, um, read his observations from Spanish jail, though. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, um, that's some niche content. But there are some tweets that are recent that I think address your, uh... My question? Yeah. So on, on, uh, on May 23rd of 2021, he tweeted... I once had everything. After uncountable lawsuits and the reach of the feds, I now have nothing. But inside these prison bars, I have never never felt more free. The things you believe you own, in reality, own you. Then, May 25th, he writes, When I was young, I was in love, many times, or I thought so. The more powerful, the more fire, the faster it burned out. I confused love with need, sex, security, comfort, but it is none of these. Almost nine years with at the Mrs. McAfee, I love you, baby. Oh. Yeah. Uh, again, on May 25th, I can see a small piece of sky above the tall concrete walls of the prison yard. The walls seem to frame, it, in contrast, the deep blue sky and the fluffy clouds drifting through it. It turns this tiny sky into a jewel of extraordinary beauty. And, and then also on May 25th, he tweets uh, just at a dude, um, he says, uh, probably a Russian dude, he says, at so-and-so, your father, Alexei, is with me in a Spanish prison. I'm fighting extradition to the U.S. He's fighting extradition to Russia. He faces a future more brutal than my own, yet he's consistently comforting and courageous. You should be proud of him. He is proud of you. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Wow. So it's very interesting to imagine, like, what the fuck life was like within those four walls, you know? Probably pretty um, pretty bleak. Yeah. Pretty boring. I think he also had the... It sounds like he was really contemplating life. You know, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. What else is there to do? Yeah. Uh, on May 27th, he wrote, 
Today a man facing a difficult situation asked if I knew of painless ways to kill himself. Having little experience in such, I was not of much help. The amazing thing is that the tone of discussion was like discussing the weather. Prison is a strange environment. Mm, I'd say, never mind. What? I was going to say that uh, the best way to do it in jail would probably be some form of suffocation, no? Probably, yeah. Governments spy on other governments. They spy on their own citizens. The departments within each government spy on the other. We, we live in an age of suspicion. It's only a matter of time before neighbors spy on neighbors and children spy on their parents. Our government in virtual secrecy decides the course of our lives. We are not consulted. And quote, protecting national secrets. But there are no secret national secrets. Hacking now far exceeds the power of data protection. S secrets is an obsolete term. And it just keeps still railing against privacy. And uh, June 8th. Well, you especially have no privacy when you're in fucking jail, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably his worst nightmare is that every single action of his is now being like, you know, uh, surveilled. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. June 8th, he writes, uh, now it's Jeff Bezos, referring to Jeff Bezos going to space. Now it's Jeff Bezos. If space travel improves and becomes fashionable, perhaps we can abandon the planet so we, we have so thoroughly mangled and seek fresh ones to trash. I don't think he liked seeing Jeff Bezos he was going to space. No. And on June 8th, he says, I have a million followers, but I'd be surprised if even 1% bothered to read my tweets. Ramblings of an old man lost in a near-infinite Twitterverse, like tears and rain. As you may guess, I'm having a down day. I bet people and, saw that one, though. Yeah. June 10th, there is much sorrow in prison disguised as hostility. The sorrow is plainly visible, even in the most angry faces. I'm old and content with food and a bed, but for the young, prison is a horror, a reflection of the minds of those who conceived them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at least he knows that most of his life is behind him. But if most of your life is ahead of you and you're in a situation like that, then that probably is real fucking shitty. Yeah. Um, June 17th, he posted this video. It's recorded well beforehand. Mm -hmm. Why does power corrupt well, let's take a look at the human species. Uh, humans are compassionate and loving, gracious, kind, generous people. Uh, we are simultaneously greedy, jealous, envious, angry. We're a mixed bag. And if you give one of the human species power, which part of ourselves uses it? Love? <laughs> Love <laughs> does not need power, people. It flowers from the heart. Grace? <laughs> Grace certainly uh, needs no power. Compassion, generosity. No, these are simply things that flow uh, from our good nature. What uses power? Well, greed certainly needs power, doesn't it? If you have enough power, you can take any fucking thing you want. Uh, anger. Oh, anger definitely would love some power, would it not? <laughs> Envy? Well, with power, uh, whatever you're envious of, you can duplicate uh, on your own. No. It is that negative unsocial, not life-supporting part of the human animal that needs power. Nothing else needs power. And so we give people power over others 
through governments, through military. And we expect uh, <laughs> them not to be corrupt. Wake up, people. Be very cautious who you give power to. Thank you. Okay, well said. Yeah. I think there is a there's a difference between power and force. I think power can beat empowering be like a, a good thing yeah yeah um, yeah i think that power and force are very, very closely things. related they can be interchangeably yeah. used in a sentence but i think some of what he meant was more force, force. than yeah, power i agree i agree entirely because there is a lot of force held over us right yeah at least at, you know well yeah it's for i mean that's the whole like you know, we're the, forced the, the to pay our taxes we're forced to you know the term monopoly of force the government has a monopoly on force yes you like they can kill you you can kill them enforcement yeah yeah and yeah so i i agree i think i think force would be a better but better i know what he means yeah though. absolutely and that was in uh on june 18th he tweeted basically a three-sentence summary of that clip and then after that it's um a retweet of janice mcafee wishing him a happy father's day and he he said he had 47 kids but he didn't know any of them possible. <laughs> duality of mcafee yeah um like that could be a joke or that could that could be real yeah and and it was a tweet including a letter like an open an open letter that janice wrote you know about john's character and uh, uh he was unjustly imprisoned because the u.s the u.s authorities were determined to have john die in prison to make an example of him for speaking out against the corruption i mean i do think it's fucking stupid to be put into prison like as a 75 year old man because you didn't like pay your taxes like i don't know what like make him pay them then like make him pay uh whatever the amount is yeah, and then like it's let clear him, they were gonna make like an why do you need to put him in jail that's i think um I don't know. I think incarceration and jail in general is pretty hashtag pretty up. problematic. <laughs> it's uh, I think it's probably one of the um, it's the cruelest thing you can do to someone. It absolutely put him in a fucking is. Cage. So like his whole spiel about, you know, putting that stuff out about power being corrupting and whatever, like what exemplifies that more than literally imprisoning human beings? It's really terrible. Yeah. I'm just going to read a snippet of the letter that Janice uh, Janice posted. Um before, you were innocent until proven guilty, but somehow that has changed to guilty until proven innocent. Now anyone can level the most heinous accusations against you without any proof and having no basis in reality. But in the court of public opinion, you are tried, convicted, found guilty, and your life irreparably destroyed, all before having your day in court. These eight months John has spent in prison in Spain have been especially hard on his overall health, both mentally and physically, as well as financially, but he's undeterred from continuing to speak truth to power. Happy Father's Day, John David, father of many, loved by few. Hmm. And there's no more tweets after that. And uh, yeah. there's a pinned tweet that says, the U.S. believes I have, from June 16th, saying, the U.S. believes I have hidden crypto. I wish I did, but it has dissolved through the many hands of Team McAfee. Your belief is not required. And my remaining assets are, are all seized. My friends evaporated through fear of association. I have nothing. Yet, I regret nothing. And that's it. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And I don't know how, like... Yeah, I, I like paused for a moment because I'm like, well, I don't know what to say. Um, this whole these these last like couple of weeks when I've been working on this, I've been thinking that I would have a solid opinion by the end, like or not even opinion, but like a sort of pithy way to to wrap sum it shit up. up you yeah, know? I mean, how do you? S it's hard to sum up the life of a person. Yeah. 
Um, especially a person who is so multifaceted, you know, like there's, there's no lesson really right. to glean. There's probably many lessons you right. can glean, but also like, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's this. I think it's this. You can find the, the shit that this dude did, the life he lived was not one that many people do. It, he pushed things to the extreme and even in the sense of, of his own image, the image he created, the story he told about himself. It was yeah. an extreme version of, of a true story. Um, and I think you can find I mean, his valuable life, lessons if you just if it's you like look a at fable almost. Right, exactly. If you if you look at his life critically and and pay attention to it, you're gonna learn some lessons, but they're gonna be yours. You know? Yeah, whatever you take from it belongs to you because you're the one doing the op- observing. Um so but I for think me, this dude should be remembered as more than the crazy guy. Oh my god, yeah. Cause yeah. also I don't even think that he's Especially crazy. No, just paranoid. I really, I really don't. But also justly paranoid. Um, just kind of egotistical. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he probably did some fucking bad shit. I don't doubt it at all. Right. Um, I think his character as he got older was more lovable and more, he, he, he got less villainous as he got older. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's easy to like get, (laughs) he has a high charisma score. Yes, you know, exactly. It's easy to 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 get to get wrapped up in him, but yeah, fucking a, John fucking McAfee, um, yeah, the the last American outlaw, not the last, but one of the most visible, yeah, one of the loudest. Um, He's a dying breed. Well, hopefully the other outlaws are clever enough that we haven't heard of yeah. them yet. But I think it. One thing I think I want to end on is is. I was noticing this thing, finding all these clips and shit. And it was all these comments that were like recent. And it was on all this shit. All the times he was in like professional mode and like really saying shit. Like the libertarian, like the mode he was in during the libertarian debates. And and like actually speaking truth. Was true, it people his, being like, like, oh my God, he's actually smart. He's saying, oh my, I only found out about him because of his death. Yeah. Because he Epstein himself, because they got him, you know, like they, like they killed uh, Jeffrey Epstein and shit. Like, and people seeing all the clips of, the real shit he had been saying, like, oh my God, this dude had a brain on him. Maybe he was a, he right. had flaws, but like he's saying some shit. And I kind of think that's what he, he did that on purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like even like I do that shit. I purposely like make it ambiguous whether or not I'm joking or not sometimes just for like, you know, the, the hell of it. Well, I mean him, him doing the whole tattooing whacked on himself the whole spectacle yeah he, he completed like purpose- this story yes that got people back to what he was actually saying and looking and taking a deeper look at mm-hmm. his life than they were able to while he was still alive and I, I i don't know if that idea crossed his head but i fucking bet it did but again psychoanalyzing a man i don't know from a couch i mean that's, that's our only option yeah that's our only option at this point so yeah um i think i want to end this with a piano piece that that John uh, composed. He and composed he, it. Did he play piano? Yeah, he taught himself how to play in Belize in the compound. Oh, that's right. He had his grand piano. It, yeah, he just got one. He didn't know how to play at that point. He taught himself how to play piano it's by a river easy in to Belize. Learn. I'm sure it is. I mean, he doesn't make any complicated shit, but yeah, but I'm sure it's beautiful. It is. So yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this saga. Take care. Take care. Follow we love us. You. And uh, yeah, we love Be you. Well.
drunken shirtless in this video. Like his shirt's open and he's yes. He's got the cheetah hair. Uh, and he wrote with this, uh, I composed this piece five years ago, now after nearly five months in prison, its notes reflect the isolation from my loved ones and from the society I am trying to change. Jesus. If, if you want to hear my heart through music, have a listen. <laughs> God, he reminds me of what? Odin, very funny, but also a son of a bitch. Paranoid beyond belief, too. God of magic, as you would be if you were the fucking god yeah. of magic. Like, okay, wow. Take these things off my ears. 